you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Herbert, end zone, pass caught, touchdown, Allen. Mahomes floats it to a wide open Kelsey. Flag is down. Kelsey still rumbling. Inside the five, down near the one. Here is Kelsey. Still going. Still going. Kelsey, good night. Touchdown. Chiefs win it. That was Travis Kelsey doing what Travis Kelsey does, which is just making plays after the catch when it doesn't make any sense. Chiefs 34, Chargers 28. I'm Greg Rosenthal in what is shaping up to be a throwback night in the Wesleyan Manor next to one of my best friends in the world, Lakeisha Wesleyan. The Chiefs threw it back. That felt like 2018-2019, just Chiefs Patrick Mahomes making some magic at the end of regulation and breaking the Chargers' hearts once again. That was such... I think I'm still in shock on how that ended. (laughs) Uh, I know your mom's in shock. Rhoda came in with about two minutes left. She she <laughs> saw that it was 28-21 Chargers. We, let's be real here. We were kind of pulling for the Chargers tonight. Yes. They're the hometown team. We were enjoying the story. She was excited to watch the last uh, couple of minutes. And I think what we found out, what Rhoda found out, and I think what Dan Hansis' kids found out, because they're at the game tonight, is this is what a Chargers fan, uh, it's what it's like to be a Chargers fan because – just when you felt like Patrick Mahomes and this Chiefs team like wasn't really themselves, the last three drives of that game, they go touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. And it starts with that Kelsey play where he's making all sorts of crazy uh, moves in the open field. He never makes sense because he's not that fast. Like, I don't no know what he does. No one ever can defend him. Like, every time I just look around, I'm like, where, where, where's, where are the defenders? I don't understand. <laughs> well, they're on the bench. Derwin James was out at the end of that game. I think that was big for them because Nasir Adderley, who, who's a starter at safety, uh, took some bad uh, angles on those plays. But still, he's got the two of them, Mahomes and Kelsey, have like a sense of – where the open spots on the field was. But there was a point in this game where I almost felt like Patrick Mahomes needed it to be difficult to actually make the plays. Like, he can't make the routine plays. He's got to make the plays where they're just improvising. That's when they're at their best. A a two-point conversion uh, play comes to mind. When they went to go try to tie it up 21-all, he has a wide-open throw in the flat, doesn't take it. Little spooked out because Nuosu had already intercepted a pass like that. Mahomes had short armed another pass like that on fourth and goal. This game had everything. It was an absolutely insane game. So he doesn't take that. Then he sees his secondary receiver streaking wide open. Doesn't take that. Mm-mm, doesn't take it. Doesn't want it. I don't know why. It's almost like Patrick Mahomes needed the chaos. I'm kind of like that too sometimes. Sometimes, you know, you. 
I'm not saying I'm Patrick Mahomes, but you know I'm close when it comes to podcasting. Like, oh shit, <laughs> I'm kidding. But like, it's almost like doing the easy stuff is too easy for him, and he didn't want either of those two throws. So what does he do? He starts sprinting around, and he find throws the ball across his body, hits the two point conversion, and then it was like it was on the next two drives. I did not feel too confident when the Chiefs won that overtime coin toss and it ruined a great effort by the Chargers. I just, man, <laughs> I seriously was so fired up for that entire game and just to like end like that is just like, yeah, but, come on. Okay, so that's fair, but Chiefs fans are listening to this like, you're killing us here and neutral fans are listening to this thing and you guys are being silly because this was like a great game. This was one of the games of the year. It had everything with the failed fourth down conversions. Uh, ton- oh, don't even talk about that. Yeah, we, we will. We're getting to that tune. Fired up on Two that. Two turnovers on both sides. Uh, it ends up with the Chiefs almost getting 500 yards from scrimmage. The the Chargers get over 400 yards. Like these two quarterbacks going back and forth in the fourth quarter and then into overtime. Like. That's what we want, and it hurts for Chargers fans. But they split with the Chiefs this year. That they are not going to win this division. They are now down two with three to play, and they got swept. It's over. This was a huge result in terms of the Chiefs trying to get that number one seed, and now it's going to be that much more difficult here for the Chargers to make the playoffs. And they're not. They're not hosting a game in SoFi. I'm sorry. I'm pumped for the playoffs, though. Like, bring it on. Like, I'm. I'm ready for these games to really mean some stuff. Well, that that is what I was thinking watching this too. Was was like December footballs. I'm not gonna say it's underrated, but I think people forget the point of the like last three to four weeks of the season are the best three to four. I like week one, but after that, like, cause you're back and you're just excited for everything. But after that, the last few weeks when these games mean more really are the best games. And I thought Monday night's game was like the first, Ooh, like that, that changes <laughs> a little bit how yeah. I see the rest of this season. And then this was another game that we will absolutely remember. And p- part of the reason is the fourth downs. So let's talk about them. Are they frustrating you. At the time, I was just like, you know, I get it. But now looking back, it's like, dang, did they really leave all those points out there? Like, Okay, they did. But that's part of the process, I think. And I know there's a lot of people that are are killing them for this. First of all, I hate the people that. They like it when it works, and they're mad when it doesn't. That's and, me. And I, right. <laughs> and I'm guessing what I would say is, like, get used to it because this is how football is going to be played sometimes now. Not always. Not all coaches are going to be like that. But when you have a baller like Justin Herbert and a coach like Brandon Staley, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be played like this sometimes. The second thing I would say is, like, they went for it on fourth down on one of their touchdown drives. So you adding those points up when you're taking those field goals away? No. Because you got to. <laughs> they hit another fourth down uh, also later in the game. Uh, and then they ended up fumbling on the one, which was right before Mahomes threw the interception. And so it's like that fourth down eventually ended up helping, you know, set up mm-hmm. scores. And as much as like you don't want to hear like that the math makes sense of it all, the fact that they hit that one fourth down and scored a touchdown on that drive, even though they didn't get the other two times, like they were still – in this game because they scored the touchdown earlier. So like, to me, it all makes sense. And it also comes down to like, everyone wants to talk about decisions. Cause like 
we've played Madden and like we can kind of imagine being coaches more than than being players, but like they could have scored those touchdowns. They just didn't. I, I don't understand why everyone takes the agency away from the players. Mike Williams dropped a touchdown on that first drive before yeah. the fourth down. That fourth down was a good throw. It, it didn't end up being complete because Donald Parham got hurt. We'll, we'll mention that in a second. That And that is a, a scary situation. Very scary. And, and so that's why that didn't happen. Another one, you know, Jared Cook couldn't hold on to a ball oh, that he could have. Another one is tipped. But the plays before that and those plays, it's like those are the two teams going at each other in an athletic competition, and on those plays, the Chiefs won and the Chargers lost. So it's like, th- that's what sports is to me. You know what I mean? Like, And so people get so worked up about the fourth down decisions. It's like you left points on the board. There's no guarantee the Chargers are going to hit that those kicks, especially not the 48-yarder. Uh, but it's also like, make those plays. They dropped two touchdowns. Yes, they could have scored 14 more points, but it was just like they didn't they didn't make the plays. It definitely made the game way more exciting. I will say that. I mean, it, it didn't need to I didn't need it to be more exciting. I was No, like, yes I we was, did. I was looking oh. for that Chargers thing just like <laughs> roll up some points cuz the whole time you're watching this, you're thinking they needed to pile up points. Early when their defense was actually playing pretty well against Mahomes, they give up the opening drive touchdown. That first drive, you knew it right then. You were like, "This is not good. This is not good." What, what when uh, they didn't score? Yeah, when they didn't score. I mean, when a Chargers game starts with a Mike Williams, basically two drops, and you know, one in the end zone, one on the the, the one yard line where he fumbles it backwards a couple yards, and then the par and play, which was which was really scary. And he, he is in the hospital now. We might as well mention it. Um, they're not saying anything other than stable condition, but he's a tight end for the Chargers. Big dude, six seven, And uh, we're just hoping and, and praying, praying that he's okay because that was one of the scariest hits we've seen. And that's it's un, it's so unfortunate. And just that, that play being a big play in the game is almost like a, a sideline to, to everything that happens. But I guess my point is like, yeah, they, they should have run Austin Eckler a little more. That would have been nice. Like when they did, he did score a touchdown. Um, but it's like, you go, you know, like why get so mad at the decision? Why, why not just be like the chiefs chiefs won those plays you got, if you're the chargers, like I get what Brandon Staley's trying to do and I'm with it. I'm with it. He's a cold MF. I was going to say, I'm that not going to swear in front of your mom. <laughs> Sorry, we just looked at her and she's just like, whatever. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Justin Herbert was pretty cold here. I mean. I mentioned this to you before you even came over here that this is like a year where I've watched the least amount of football just because it's like I'm usually running around with the one and a half year old trying to pay attention to a game and just I hear so much about Justin Herbert and just to like you know 
be able to watch an entire game and just to see like the throws and plays that he made. It's just like, wow. I mean, yeah, you, you told me that when we come over, you're like, don't, you know, you got to do the heavy lifting. I'm like, please, this will be <laughs> people's just... favorite Thursday night recap <laughs> because we got Lakeisha Wesley. This is a big get for me. Uh, like Rhoda is a big part of that. We kind of offloaded the link duty. She was watching link so that you could be like, Rhoda's come a long way. You didn't really take notes. I just, yeah, no, no. But Rhoda's come a long way from like the ghost plays and stuff. Like that's one reason why I was so excited to have you over here. But you didn't get a chance to really watch that much with her because she, her knowledge has just oh yeah, she it's was crazy. Down Tyler Huntley, you didn't even know about Tyler Huntley. I'm like, she what? was saying like that, that that was his. You know, he's a little Lamar, and, and the excitement level like that's. Mm-hmm. I still have that childlike excitement watching these games still. And yes, and- I will mention Greg got up two times to do a little dance. Mm. I know. And then it all <laughs> it all went for not. But no, some of the things I really liked about Herbert in this game, obviously like the arm strength and everything, but late in that game, um, when they started mixing tempo, when they were like speeding it up and slowing it down, the, the one thing uh, that they didn't do, though, is get the game-winning field goal when it's 28-28. I mean, you have to give Herbert credit for, you know, getting two fourth-quarter drives to take touchdown leads. It's like they did ultimately uh, move the ball and then get that touchdown to go up 28-21. But they did get the ball back with a, a minute and 12, I want to say, something like that, left uh, with their timeouts, mm-hmm. a chance to get it. And that, to me, was the key sequence of the game because the Chiefs forced uh, a couple incompletions. There was a penalty by the Chargers, and the Chiefs got off the field there in a moment where it was like, I, I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought Herbert was going to do it. Mm. <laughs> Just shaking her head. All right, some other images from this game. It it ended, and they showed this on the Fox. I don't I don't know if people saw this unless you watched the post game. I didn't see it until then. After Kelsey scores the game winning touchdown, Mahomes gets up and he is yelling something fierce. I don't know exactly what he's saying, but he's gesticulating with his arms over at the Chargers sideline, and that was something. That was a division rivalry. I don't know if he's talking to someone else, but I don't think so. He's he talking to everybody that was saying, like, you know, he's falling off and everything. It was hit. It, it wasn't as obvious as the Aaron Rodgers, I own you, you know, because we didn't we didn't hear exactly what he was saying. But he was looking at the opposite sideline and he was telling them where the AFC West goes through that. We are the champs still. And this. I think the Chiefs have had a couple moments like this during the season. I think the throw he had at the end of the Packers game was like this. But if ever they needed to feel a little bit goes. more like the Chiefs, he's pointing to his chest. I'm the man! It's like, basically, <laughs> you better get those fourth downs against me. You better put up 45. Uh, and I, I do think that's big for Kansas City as they move forward to, to get a win like this against a team that really plays like the type of defense that in theory has been given the chart, the chiefs, the, the most amount of struggles this year. Oof. And normally I usually root for the chiefs because of my Midwest ties, but I'm rooting for a chargers Rams super bowl. Like chargers have been there before. It's like I be. want something different. I just, I, I, I work with so many chargers fans and it's just like to see the depression that they had for so many years and just chargers are going to charge. Like I, they deserve it. 
Mm. And yet this was like the ultimate charge yes. game because it was setting up that way the whole time and they roped you in with, with the great way that Herbert played. And that's why I don't think for the most part that the Chargers are, are charging. I think they're a little bit of a flawed team that's playing their best late in the season. I still feel pretty good. I think that they're going to make the playoffs. But this was a game where... Derwin, Derwin James leaving late or what was a little bit after halftime to me to me was uh, was massive. I'm just I would you know we're all winners tonight. I got to come over here and just watch a game with <laughs> yes, you. Yes, it's like it. Yeah, so many Thursdays of you and Wes and me looking at you and Wes taking notes, wondering what you guys are writing down, and just <laughs> like the scientist at work. Like it was it was awesome. Like I was giddy like a little kid before he even like got over here. So. This was a great evening. No, I, I when I think about, I wanted to get Link saying touchdown, touchdown, and Ooh. he wouldn't do it for you. It was so frustrating because now, like, even if I have like the around the NFL podcast on, like, he'll just start yelling like touchdown, touchdown, and it's the he, freaking cutest thing. Yeah, you said, and I he, even said like Uncle Greg's coming over, and he was like touchdown. I'm like, you gotta do that when he gets here, and then he like freezes up, and it's just like, come on, dude. Mm. Yeah, I mean. Kids are like that, but the fact that he's already in the car, and first of all, that you're playing the podcast in the car is impressive. Uh, it was after I watched Split Ends, just going to say. Ooh, ooh good ooh. Split Ends pop. Um, yeah, people got to just listen to him back to back. I um, I don't know. I, I think of Chris so so much, obviously. I thought of him a lot when we went to that Chargers game um, against the Steelers. I really missed him there, and I was kind of pissed you know that, that like anger came to me that night but tonight and like thursday nights are such great memories i really associate him with thursday nights because when we were doing it out of the office it was very often me and him mm-hmm. um and that was like one of my favorite ways to watch a game that i've ever had in my whole life because we we were sitting there we were both facing the same way so we had the desk next to each other you remember the, mm-hmm. the setups and it's the only time that you're we're sitting together watching the game and there's there's no other games on. Yeah. Like you can take the game as it's coming. And so we talked the whole time. We'd be we'd be commenting the whole time what we liked, what we didn't, what we saw, everything. And that was just like the best, you know. And then it's like Okay, it's halftime. You got to go like run upstairs, try to get there early to get in line. And then we'd be like complaining in line and like talking about what happened in the first half. And you're making small talk with everyone that's there. You're about to make me cry because I used to like get the food first and I try to um, because I know sometimes you guys would get so busy. So I'd always try to snag them like a plate because once you guys would go in there, the food will be like all gone. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. And eventually our... Our other great friend that we missed, uh, Tar Deeker, would hook us up yeah. with the, with like the talent food line. Just be like, you guys can come come into this kitchen and get better food. So eventually, we would do that. But that was, that was like, I, I think of him more just like about the times we had as just friends. But to me, that was like great football times. And then we brought it to uh, a few years later. We would start doing it over here. So we started. You know, taping the TNF games here and the same conversations. How would be did here. that start? That it 
started being taped. We, we, we just got, you know, I think Dan, Dan or Ricky, Erica got the idea that we had the equipment. We could start just like ping ponging and, and do it at home. And that was a great idea. And so then it was like that same experience, except of course I got to eat your food. Which oh like, yeah. I wanted to tape this in the green room today, but it's a little nippy out there. Um, so we're, we're, we always are thinking of Chris. I know our, our listeners are too. Um, and we appreciate that. You know, yes. and so we, it, I always embrace the opportunity to like feel him a little closer. So I definitely do tonight sitting here watching the game. And I got it. And, and Justin Herbert was his dude last year that we would talk about the most. I wrote about it in QB index. I thought this was like the perfect night. You know, Justin Herbert, our guy playing great. And then I remembered every other time I watched the Chargers with Wes and it'd be the same thing. I picked the Chargers. I would get all into the Chargers, and they wouldn't. They would lose the game in heartbreaking fashion. So this is this is just like uh, just like it always was. This is a perfect game for tonight. So we uh, we appreciate everyone listening, and um, yes, whatever uh, whatever you think you uh, want to do in your life that means like heed the call. You know, to me, it means like coming here that's heating the call like being with the people you love having having beautiful time so hope hope everyone's doing out that out there with their families and everything uh this holiday season and we'll see everyone on sunday till then heed the call You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.